inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Are you struggling? Are you aware of why you're struggling? Are you embracing the struggle? And here's an interesting question. What are you struggling to? What are you struggling for? Today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to continue discussing the growth of leaders. That's what we've been talking about this this week. And let's be honest, no matter where we find ourselves in life, we can make change. And change is the only constant in life. Let's be honest, if you're not changing, then you're not truly living life. You know, we can exist, we can make money, we can make love, we can make time for things, but things, people, and relationships are changing. The only constant in life is change. The law of requisite variety says an element in a system with the most flexibility has the most power and control. And as a leader, we must learn to direct the change so we can be transformed by the renewing of our mind, by the renewing of our passions, by the remembering of our purpose and the revival of our calling. And so today on the Hour of Power, I'm going to have you consider struggle bug to what? But before we do that, let's take a nice deep breath in through the nose and exhale through the mouth. And now, story time with Mr. Black. You know, it reminded of a story about a woman in a china shop. She was mesmerized by the beauty of these vessels in the shop. And she was looking around the room and, and admiring how elegant, how beautiful everything was. And then her eyes caught this beautiful teacup sitting on a shelf in the corner. And she just stared at it, awed by its beauty. And like a Disney movie, all of a sudden, you know, the, it came to life. And she said to the cup, why, I was just admiring your beauty. And she said, I had never seen something so beautiful. And the cup spoke and it said, you know, I was not always like this. It said, my first recollection was I was just a a lump of clay sitting on a shelf in the potter's house. And all of a sudden, I see these two large hands. I'd never seen them before come at me. And he took me off the shelf. And he put me on the potter's table. And I'd never been on the potter's table. it, It was foreign to me. And then these two large hands came and they started shaping me and pulling on me needing me, informing me, and, and, and it was unusual. I'd never experienced it. I didn't like it. And as he continued to manipulate me and move me and shape me and form me, I said, uh, I don't, I don't like it. Stop. And he caused in a calm voice, would say, not yet. And he continued to shape me and form me, and then after a while, he stopped. And it felt good to be left alone. But after a while, 
he came at me again. And, 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 and he picked me up. And he put me in a fire. And it was hot. And, and it didn't make sense. What did I do wrong? Let me out of here. And he said, not yet. I didn't know what I'd done wrong to be thrown in the fire. And I was confused. And I was scared. But after a while, he took me out of the fire. And he put me back on the potter's table. And then he came at me. He had the stuff in his hand. And he had a brush of some sort. And he was putting the stuff on me. It was stroke after stroke. And, and I didn't like it. It was, it was sticky. It was gooey. And I, and I kept saying, stop. And with stroke after stroke, gently putting stuff on me, he'd say, not yet. Not yet. And after a while, he stopped. And it felt good to be left alone. But then he came at me again. And he threw me in another fire. And it was twice as hot. And I'm thinking, what did I do wrong? It's not fair. I was doing nothing. What's wrong? Let me out of here. And the gentle voice would say, not yet. Not yet. I'm not finished with you yet. But after a while, he took me out of the fire. And he put me back on the potter's table. And none of it made sense. What was this all about? What did I do wrong? What's the purpose of this? And as I'm contemplating these things, these two large hands came at me and picked me up and put me back on the shelf in the corner of the potter's house. It made no sense what that was all about, why, and the how, and the when will I know. And as I'm thinking about all this, I see him coming at me again. But this time he has something in his hands. And it's a mirror. Because he wanted to see just how beautiful he had made me. And that's what we're going through in this life. You know... There's three parts of the smelting process. I talk about this a lot. You need flux. And flux is something that promotes melting. Something that causes you to go to a high-pressure situation. We call it flux. And then we always had to have something precious. Because the whole purpose of the smelting process is to take something that had great value and put it under enough pressure, not because we don't like it, not because we're mad at it, but because it's not reaching its potential. It's not what or who or where it's eventually going to end up. And then we have this thing called dross. And dross is that thing which has no value, which is waste, which is garbage, which is scum, which is unwanted material that forms on the surface of molten metal. And so the fiery furnace, the the smelting process, is you take something of great value and you put it under a lot of pressure and you transform it. You change it. You change it from a hard state to a liquid state. Not because you're mad at it. Not because you didn't sleep last night. Not because you have a hatred or a phobia. But because you know 
that there is something in there of great value that is being diminished by those things that have no value. And as a leader in life, we need to embrace the flux because God meets us where we're at, but he never leaves us where we're at. We approach our opportunities and obstacles as who we say we are, who we believe we are. Nobody responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. If you believe your eagle, you soar. If you believe your chicken, you cluck. If you believe you have great value, you act as if you do. If you believe that you have no value, then the world is robbed. The world is cheated. Our spouses don't get the spouse they deserve. Our children don't get the parent they deserve. Our companies don't get the employee they need. Our country doesn't get the leaders that keeps it going the right direction. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to ask you the question, from struggle bug to what? Because struggle is part of the process. If you're a leader, if you're under construction, you're going to struggle. Because why? Because there are three zones in life. There's our comfort zone where things go to die. There's the zone called fear where we get woken up, where we realize the potential. We're on fire. We're ready to do battle. And then there's something called panic. And if you're a leader under construction and you're working to be a better version of today than yesterday, better tomorrow than today, then panic just becomes fear. And you understand fear is nothing more than false evidence appearing real. And you get to transform into the creature you're going to be. That's what we're talking about on Like It Matters Radio. We'll be back after these commercial messages. I can listen to any national big personality like Glenn Beck or Dave Ramsey, but the way Scott Black applies his academic approach to the average person is so much more relatable. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. On the Like It Matters radio show, Scott encompasses a 360-degree view of day-to-day life. So that obviously starts with spirituality and branches out into leadership, branches out into your workplace, social issues, family issues, local issues, national issues, political issues. If you're able to clearly see kind of where you're at, what your purpose is, everybody needs this. It is life-changing. You know Like It Matters Radio brings truth therapy. Here's what you can do to help share this truth. Please call the program manager of your local radio station and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio to their schedule. Like It Matters Radio is radio like it matters. From Lakeville to Lake Superior and Champlain to Chile, we're where you are. Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. Listen in anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. I feel so tense and worried all the time. Is this anxiety? Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. If you're like most Commerce Water customers, a wet technology softener will save you 700 gallons of water and 300 pounds of salt each year. Get $400 for your old water softener, and Commerce will even haul it away. Call Commerce Water, Commerce.com. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. 
Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church, uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to to my faith, and that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just I, I feel rejuvenated, if that makes sense. That you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night. You know, He's right here for me, and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for for me right yeah. now, and you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's 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 really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional, okay. but it's 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 amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like it matters. Unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like it matters. Radio, radio, like it matters. Matters radio. Radio, like it matters. Why does it matter? Because you matter. Because your time matters. Because when you live your life like it matters, it does. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. See, that's what I do on this radio show. That's what we do on a podcast. We teach you how you work. And once you understand that man is a three-part being, we have a body, it's a machine, it's a vehicle, just like your car has laws and rules. Uh, your body has the same thing. You got to feed it. You got to rest it. Uh, you know, the way you feed it dictates how much energy it has, what kind of gas you put in your car, dictates how, what kind of fuel mileage you get, right? All that. But you're not the, the body. You're, it's a vehicle. Just like you're not the car that you're driving in. You're the guy driving the car, the woman driving the car. But then there's the mind and the battles in the mind. The Bible tells us that. It's replete. You know, focus only on those things that are good and pure. Hold your thoughts captive, the obedience of Christ. Transform your thinking. Do not think like the people of this world. Uh, guard your heart for all the issues of life stem from the, all kinds of things where the Bible tells us that to think is to create. You got to realize our thoughts dictate what we are. Our, our eyes and our feet are inextricably connected. We move in the direction of our focus and we focus in the direction of our movement. You're not your brain either. You're not the body. You're not the brain. You're the third component, which is the spirit. We all have a spiritual component. Whether you believe in the God of the Bible or not, you're still a spiritual being having a fleshly experience. And the good book says it's appointed for man to die one time and then comes a judgment. That's what today's show is about. It's about your life. And we're all transforming. The day we're born, we're one day closer to death. Think about that. Everything's spinning around us. It's like a moving walkway. You're never standing still. You're either getting better or worse. And here's the cool thing. Remember, you have an operating system. There's only two operating systems. And I'm not talking about Windows uh, and and uh, an app. I'm talking about FOS or GOS, flesh operating system or God operating system. It is the frame. It is the narrative. It is the filter through which everything else comes from. And whether you believe in God or not, you know we're changing. You know that you're not the person you are today that you were 10 years ago. You know that you're not the person today that you were one year ago. And if you're really doing this right, and I can say this honestly, that I'm not the person I was two months ago. See, we're all about change. But we got to ask ourselves, what are you changing to? What are you changing to? Because you come in at point A, but we don't settle at point A. We grow to point B, whatever point B is. See, that's what life is, a series of going from point A's to point B's. And you got to decide, you can't control what your parents did. 
You can't control the color of your skin you were born with. You can't control what gender God determined you were. But you can control a lot of other things. You control your attitude. You control your activity. You control what you think about. You control what you lust after. See, those are all in our control. Remember Dr. Viktor Frankl, the father of logotherapy, said between the stimulus and the response, there's a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. So the question today, what are you transforming to? A struggle bug. We talked about this yesterday. We're struggling. And embrace the struggle. Be aware of the struggle. Because you're not yet who you're becoming. But you're not who you were. There's a transition. There's an in-between. I'm going to tell you right now, I've been struggling. And this is why God's called me back to life. He said, Mr. Black, come forth. I've been serving people, serving God, but ready to move on. But God told me a couple months ago, you're not leaving anytime near future. It's time to step up. Time to transform. But I've been struggling. And in my process of evaluating my life so I could raise the bar to serve my clients and to be the man that God's called me to be, I've realized I've had to go back. I've had some friends that I've severed relationships with because they did something that made me mad. I held a pound of flesh, a record on, that's wrong. A good friend of mine and Dave. I've talked about Dave. He's a friend of mine, a supporter of mine, and boy, we had a little outing because I didn't like who he chose to spend his life with. I thought it was bad. And so I'm kind of, you know, Dave kept a relationship open, a line open, because Dave's showing mercy and grace and showing a lot more love than I have. See, that's what a leader does. We we take an introspective look. We examine ourselves. I had to realize that I was wrong. I need to reach out to Dave and say, hey, man, I apologize. I overreacted. I just was hurting for you. See, that's what a leader does. We struggle. We don't struggle because we don't know who we are. Oh, no. See, if you don't know who you are, then there is no struggle. Right? It's like Alice in Wonderland. When Alice was in the looking glass, she, she comes to a fork and she stops because she's confused. Which one of these three roads do I take? Out of nowhere, El Gato appears, the Cheshire cat, that big old smile. And Alice asked that cat a simple question. Which one of these roads do I take? And then the cat responded Socratically with a question. And he asked that little girl, well, it all depends. Where are you going? And these words from this confused young girl, she said, I don't know. And then these wise words from a talking cat, then any road will take you there. What did that cat just say? I had to hit rewind. That cat just said, when you don't know where you're going, then any road will take you there. But can I suggest that when you do know where you're going, the road narrows. When you know who you are and why you're here, when you know your mission, then certain things are off limits. And part of your mission is to live a life of integrity. And you get a chance to have some uh, physical fun outside of your marital commitments. It's not an option. Because that violates who you say you are. If your mission is to live a life of integrity and you have a chance to make some money in an ill-gotten way. It's not an option. It's not who you are. If you're in a committed relationship, you have no reason hanging out at a place where the opposite sex runs around half naked or fully naked. It's not who you are. See, the struggle 
is growing from who we used to be to who we're called to be. That's why we're called to be struggle bugs. We need to struggle. Remember, fear's address is right outside our comfort zone. And there's a lot of people comfortably going to hell. There's a lot of people comfortably going to divorce court. There's a lot of people comfortably going to an early grave. There's a lot of people comfortably going to an eternity separated from God. But I'm going to ask you today, embrace the uncomfortableness. Just like my leadership training, if at any point you're comfortable in this process, you're doing something wrong, embrace the uncomfortableness. You are not of this world if you have a GOS. I got this great article by Isaac Khalil. It was just a year ago. Lessons from a Caterpillar's Transformation to Butterfly. It says the transformation of a caterpillar into a butterfly is one of the most amazing occurrences in biology. Caterpillars and butterflies, people don't know this, are so different. It can be hard to believe that they're the same creature. And this is me. I'm going to tell you right now, this man that you're listening to right now 31 years ago, when I started this leadership training called Empower You, the most powerful transformational leadership training in this country, I was a much different man. I thought I was a good man. I thought I was a man who walked with God. I thought I was a man of integrity. And I was comparatively. But can I tell you today, 31 years later, I felt back then like I was a fraud. I felt like back then I was a fake because that's a totally different man who that man was and who I am today. I'm a far better man today. I like the company I keep when I'm by myself. I can sleep with myself and feel comfortable in my own bed. That's a big deal. And so we're talking about creating, becoming something way beyond what we thought was possible. You know, this doctor biologist, Bert Heinrich, examined the, the butterfly and examined a caterpillar. And he asked the question, how does a baby butterfly not have wings? Baby winged creatures like ducks and other birds are born with wings, but not caterpillars. The two body structures are so different that it's hard to imagine one came out of the other. Butterflies are winged and beautiful to behold, but they start their life as wormy and creepy caterpillars. They are interesting to look at, no doubt, but not typically described as beautiful. But think about this. Caterpillars and butterflies seem to have almost nothing in common. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're growing... If you're truly transforming your thinking, if you want to change your life, you change your thinking. You remind yourself why you're here. You remind yourself who you are. You remind yourself why you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again and again. Caterpillars and and butterflies, so different. Do you realize some caterpillars are pests that can destroy plants with strong jaws? They chew up leaves, but butterflies... They only drink. They drink nectar, promoting plant growth, pollinating. Caterpillars have six true legs on their thorax and many false legs referred to as prolegs on their abdomen. But butterflies have only six legs and none of them are on their abdomen. Caterpillars walk slowly on their stubby legs, but butterflies fly long distances and thousands of miles. Caterpillars are sexless and cannot mate, but butterflies are either male or female and can mate and lay eggs. Caterpillars have simple eyes, each composed of a single lens, and only can see in black and white. Butterflies have compound eyes with multiple lenses and can see an array of colors. 
Caterpillars have small antennae that help them smell and find food. Butterflies have larger antennae to find flowers to mate. Butterflies even use their antenna as light receptors to detect the time of day so they prepare for sleep when it gets dark. If you don't know, the butterfly started as a caterpillar. You wouldn't assume they were the same creatures. And we can learn a lot from this. We are in the process of transforming. God meets us where we're at, but doesn't leave us where we're at. When we accept that new creature, that we are a new spirit, a new being, then all of a sudden the old is washed away. Everything is new. And we're a completely different creature. Today I'm asking you, you've been a struggle buff. Are you ready to transform? And then the next question is this, what are you transforming into? After the break, we're going to expand on that. I'm Black. We'll be right back. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Attention. Your money is now controlled by the U.S. government. Picture a world where your every purchase is monitored, tracked, and controlled by those in power to suppress the freedoms of those they see fit. Hi, my name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. And right now, I've become very focused on the impending rollout of the central bank digital currency. This is not a work of fiction. It's a terrifying reality looming on the horizon. But there is a bit of good news. I've partnered with Advantage Gold to offer you a solution. They are specialists in converting your traditional assets, like those inside an IRA or 401k, into tangible assets such as physical gold and silver. Don't allow your money to be controlled. Claim your free gold protection kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000-800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Call 800-900-8000. Here's a real student testimonial for Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. To learn when you can attend the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, go to likeitmatters.net. 
That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, we're talking about going from struggle bug to something else. And you know, embrace the struggle, people. You're not who you're becoming. There's going to be tension there. There's going to be uncomfortableness. Too many people are comfortably going to bad places. Too many people, because no one wants to hurt their feelings, no one wants to be honest, everybody feels like they're being attacked, you can't say anything to anybody without some microaggression or some dog whistle or some hidden meaning, we're carrying around a pound of flesh, a record of wrong, and it's destroying us. We're getting stale and stagnant, and stale and stagnant are the opposite of growth. And so I want you to know, I've been called back to life, I've been called to raise the bar, I've been called. Uh, to expand my territory, increase my responsibility. Like It Matters Radio is going nationwide. Our podcast is climbing up the thing. Please, wherever you listen to podcasts, follow and subscribe. Live in life like it matters. Our podcast, the daily radio show, right after it's over, the producer puts it on the website, likeitmattersradio.com, and then we put it on every other podcast service, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, so you can listen to it. It's about realizing we make mistakes and we got to get better. It's a self-examined life. I told you, I've had to uh, take a look at some things. There's some relationships in the past where I just walked away from because I didn't like how I was being treated. But what I did is not honor who I'm supposed to be. And so now I'm going back and fix those. I'll tell you another struggle. I got new systems. I got two new team members that are helping us. God's bringing me a posse to take this thing to the next level. And I made a big mistake. You guys are going to hear about it. I made two scheduling errors. I'm working to fix them right now. So I, I've been doing three things and transforming and, and bringing in new people and all this. And so I took over the scheduling and I misscheduled. I scheduled one class uh, on a Labor Day weekend uh, there in Minneapolis. So I'm getting ready. I'm moving that to a different date. And then I got a class in two weeks that I realized I had misscheduled. I had another thing scheduled. Now I'm figuring out, can I, can I reschedule those other things really important and without getting in trouble and then do the class? Or do I have to reschedule the class and move those people into Vegas in a couple weeks? So, but this is part of getting better. This is part of the growth process. This is how we become something today better than yesterday. This is what it means to be a leader under construction. This is what the process of sanctification is. You know, in the Christian walk, there's three steps. There's justification, there's sanctification, and there's glorification. Justified by the blood of Christ. It's just as if we never sinned. The only way we can ever enter heaven is through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, accepting the paid price of our sins by God. That's it. And, And once you understand that, you can't earn it. It's a, it's a gift. You can't earn a gift. It's free. Now, the sanctification process is how God takes all the unfairness, all the harshness, all the injustice of life, just like Jesus went through, and he used it to transform us. That's what Romans 8.28 means, that God causes all things to work for the good for those who love and are called according to his purpose. If you're willing to have faith, if you're a child of God, God will take all your silliness, all your sins, all your silly mistakes, and he'll actually use them for your good in some way and his glory. You got to realize, but you've got to embrace the process of change. God doesn't force change. This is why the butterfly uh, and the caterpillar is such a great example for us. And it can teach us things. 
the transformation process from caterpillar to butterfly can serve as an instructive analogy for how God's changing us, how we're called to change. Think about God put life into existence. And in each of his creatures, my cat, I got Gary. I did a show about Gary. Gary's a wild cat. And even though he loves me, even though I take care of him, I feed him, I love him, he's still afraid of me. Not He's not consciously afraid of me. He'll walk up to me and start being silly. All of a sudden, his, his innate will kick in. His programming will kick in. All of a sudden, he'll take off running. That's how we are. God is embedded and our experiences have embedded and the trauma and drama we've been through have embedded certain characteristics into that. And what we got to do is live and examine life. We continue to question ourselves, continue to ask ourselves, this is how we transform ourselves. We ask ourselves those, uh, those logotherapy questions of who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? Why do I get up each day, do what I do, go home and I get up the next day, do it again and again and again? We take a look at our interactions with people. And instead of blaming everybody else for our shortcomings, we actually are honest. And we adopt the three perceptual positions. I told you this. There's first position where you see things from your own eyes. There's second position where you see things from the other person's eyes. And there's third position where you see things from an overview, like you're watching it on a video or an audio tape or listening to it. Each one of those positions gives us more information. And when you change your position, you change your perspective. This is what the change process is alive. The transform is like the transformation process from caterpillar to butterfly is an instructive analogy. See, the transformation is called metamorphosis. Think about the word, remember, etymologically, let's break it down, it's a compound word. The word metamorphosis is derived from two Greek words. It's a compound word. Meta, meaning change. And morphe, meaning form. So it literally means to change form. And let's be honest, the Bible reveals that a major part of God's plan for us is that we also undergo a metamorphosis, right? That's what, you know, uh, what is it, uh, Romans 12, 2. Metamorphosis, that's what's in there. To not conform to the thinking of this world, to transform, that's metamorphosis. That's the word. That's the Greek, I think it is. That's what 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, in God we're a new creation. Now let's say you don't believe in the God of the Bible. That's okay. You're still a leader under construction. And as a leader under construction, we have to make a decision. See, we cannot be a leader under construction if we're not willing to step outside of our comfort zone. Life is change. And change is uncomfortable because we get used to things. And so what we need to realize is to not fear the struggle, not be afraid uh, of being a new creation. Yeah, it's new, but this is also where faith comes in. And faith is about commitment and commitment is about trust. Do you see how this builds our character? It develops us into who we're becoming. Remember, it's not about the struggle. And you're going to hear me say this over and over and over. What are we changing into? And what does that person look like and sound like? What are those values? What are the interactions? So once you understand what we are changing into, now you can start becoming that entity and performing as if. What does that look like, sound like, feel like? But what we're talking about, what are we changing into? The caterpillar stage the chrysalis stage, and the butterfly stage. Those are the three stages of transformation. 
And the caterpillar stage is just being what we came in as. The chrysalis stage is finding the struggle. See, the chrysalis stage is flux. That's where we're presented with the struggle. That could be anything. It could be a marriage. It could be a divorce. It could be a loss of a child. It could be the birth of a child. It could be a leadership awakening class that you went to at likeitmatters.net because you listened to this great guy talk about, right? It can be anything. It can be the situation you're going through right now. It's the struggle. And then it changes us in to what we're becoming. Let me share a, a testimony with you because I get testimonies all the time. This is from Micah Rissi. This is from June 30th of 2019. It was Team 203 in Sacramento, California. He said, Dear Mr. Miss Black, I want to thank you for the gift you have given me. Your mission is powerful and truly is a gift from Big G God. What you guys do is harder than I ever could imagine. I thought uh, a thought popped into my head today about what you guys choose to do for a living. Unless I'm unaware of something, there is no other service or training like yours. There is no other training where my instructor, coach, or teacher will outwork, outlast, and outperform me for 48 hours and then give me all the rewards. That is exactly what you guys do and did. You gave 100% even when I did it because you knew that's what it would take for me to get there. You guys stayed up late, woke up earlier, ate less food, drank less water, and poured out more of yourself than I did, all for the sake of me. The guy who was looking for every excuse in the world to leave. But you didn't let me, my lack of enthusiasm change yours. You didn't let my lack of purpose change yours. You didn't let my lack of focus change yours. You didn't let my ho-hum attitude affect yours in any way but for the good. In fact, it was quite the opposite. For every ounce of, quote, try I left behind, you were right there to pick it up and pour it back into me. I walked in the hotel at about 60%. I left that hotel 48 hours later at 100%. And first in hand with a purpose, a passion, and a mission. You are both selfless people who I'm fortunate enough to have met and spent time with. I was crying. You guys feel the pain and hurt as if you were your own flesh and blood. You choose to feel that pain and suffering so that you can help people like me. I'm able to relate to that as a doctor breaking his own leg so that he can relate to his or her own patient. I can also say with great confidence that no doctor would do this. I could go on and on about this and the sacrifices I see you make. It was day two when I realized you were outworking me by far. I chose in that moment to work harder, to leave it all in that room. So, all that to say, thank you for leading me and my team into battle. Thank you for your blood, sweat, tears, and compassion. They were not wasted. They were not in vain. They were not unnoticed. My promise to you both is that I will send as many people to your training as possible. Micah Rissi, Team 203, Sacramento, California, June 30th, 2019. See, this is about change. We don't have to stay in the struggle. The struggle makes us realize that there's more. The struggle makes us realize that we're here for a purpose. The struggle makes us realize that I'm not finished yet. And today, I want to give you hope that no matter where you're at, no matter what kind of struggle you're in, my question to you is, are you willing to embrace the struggle? Are you aware of the struggle? And more importantly, what is the struggle about? What are you leaving behind? And what are you working towards? After the break, maybe you're not working to be a butterfly. Maybe you're working to be a goose or something better. We'll talk about it after these breaks. We'll be right back.
If you're confused, lost, lonely, or feel like you're living in a foreign land, you are not alone. This is Scott B. Black, host of Like It Matters Radio. It's this crisis that created Like It Matters Radio in 2015. God charged me to bring hope to the airwaves by bringing clarity to the confusion and to help guide people to function at a higher level. We bring truth therapy, and we need your help. Like It Matters Radio is now available to radio stations across this country. We need Like It Matters Radio in all 50 states, and here's what you can do to help. Please call the program manager of your local radio station. Ask them to add Like It Matters Radio to their schedule. It doesn't cost them anything and will add value to their station lineup. If you have questions, you can email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. Our nation needs to hear this message because our beloved country is rapidly deteriorating and freedom is continually being quenched. Call your local radio station today and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio. Together, we can help others live their lives like it matters. From Glencoe to New Mexico and Apple Valley to Napa Valley, we're where you are. Ringing liberty and truth. Stream Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. For over a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. More than 80 million listeners depend on AM radio each month. It's also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping us safe in dangerous times. A new bill in Congress would ensure this free, reliable service remains in cars. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support the AM radio for every vehicle act. Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to four messages a month, and you may text STOP to STOP. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Whether you're preparing for a typical Sunday morning or a special holiday service, you'll find an array of helpful, creative tools from Worship House Media. From countdown timers to sermon illustrations, visit worshiphousemedia.com. That's worshiphousemedia.com, a division of Salem Media Group. It's not a one-time event that you get something out of and then you go home. This is an application that I've been using and I will use for the rest of my life. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. I'm a recent graduate of Leadership Awakening. I've taken leadership courses from the military and work, and I've been on self-help journeys my whole life, but Scott Black's Leadership Awakening course is so different than anything I've ever taken or seen, and we all have the same kind of needs. I learned how to prioritize what was important in my life through leadership. Scott chops everything into bite-sized pieces so it's easily digestible. The gift that I got out of that course was something that will be with me for the rest of my life. Everybody needs this. It is life-changing. To learn when you can attend the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, we're talking about from struggle bug So what else? We don't have to always be struggling. I am not the same man I was two months ago. I'm not the same man I was a year ago. I'm not the same man I was five years ago. And this is really how we got to ask ourselves. We got to live and examine life. This is what the process is about, to live and examine life, to see how we're doing. Is the struggle getting us in the right place? You know, think about a swan. Swans are animals known for representing elegance, beauty, Above the water, they appear to move so gracefully, but they actually have to paddle really hard underneath to stay afloat, not drown. Think about it. We need to be like a swan. 
no matter how much we're struggling, no matter how hard it is inside, which may be brought about by work or life or trauma or drama, we stay calm on the surface and we show grace under pressure. So maybe you're not working to become a butterfly. Maybe you're working to become a swan. But maybe even not that. Maybe you're working to become a, a goose, right? Remember what lessons from geese? Lessons from geese provides an example of the importance of teamwork. You know, a lot of us are uh, uh, people out there on our own. We don't know how to fit in. We don't know how to connect with people. Uh, someone says something, we, we block them out of our lives. I've done that in the past. I've done it with friends. I'm re- reconnecting with those friends, apologizing, fixing those. Because, And as I reexamine my life to go to the next level, I realize there's some shortcomings. I realize as I, I, I'm now bringing on a new team member so we can focus more because I messed up the scheduling. I misscheduled two things that now I've got some people in a bind. I've got to reschedule, figure it out. But it's all on me. But that's part of a leader. You're going to fail it sometimes. And you don't let it shirk your responsibility. You don't let you crawl into a shell. You pick yourself up. You dust yourself off and hit again. And the key to a significant life is other people. So as a caterpillar, you're on your own. Caterpillars don't hang out in groups. They're doing their own thing. But I've seen lots of butterflies in groups. And so maybe you're not working to be a butterfly. Maybe you're working to be a swan or maybe you're working to be a geese. There's a lot of lessons that we can learn from geese. I got five principles I got a long time ago on what we can learn from geese. Number one, the importance of achieving goals. As each goose flaps its wing, it creates an uplift for the birds that follow. By flying in a V formation, if you haven't read it before, the whole flock adds 71% extra to the flying range. So think about this. When you learn how to work as a team like a, a goose does, you can have a sense of community and focus to create trust and, and you can help each other achieve goals. And together, everyone achieves more. A goose knows how to work in a team. They understand the importance of teamwork. When a goose falls out of formation, it suddenly feels the drag and resistance of flying alone. So it quickly moves back to take advantage of the lifting power of the birds in front. Think about that. If we had as much sense as a goose, we would stay in formation with those that are equally yoked, like-minded, with those headed where we want to go, willing to accept their help and give our help. That's what a team is. It takes trust and commitment. The two words go hand in hand. How can you commit to someone that you can't trust? And how can you trust someone that's not committed to you? See, the importance of sharing a geese, goose could t- teach us. When a goose tires of flying up front, it drops back into formation, and another goose flies the point position. It pays to take turns doing the hard task. Respect, understanding, and the ability to protect each other's unique arrangement of skills, capabilities, talents. Geese know the importance of empathy, understanding. Boy, where is it like we become so cold as a nation? So cold. What we're doing to each other is, is mind-boggling. Parents are, are dumping their kids in trash cans. I heard of a, a woman went on a 10-day vacation, and she left her 16-month-old child in a crib by herself. That child died slowly for 10 days. She never once called anybody to help, and never once she went out partying and killed that child. 
I give you story and story. People are cold. Where is the empathy? Where is the compassion? Where is the understanding? Even a goose knows that. When a goose gets sick, two geese drop out of formation and follow it down the ground to help protect it. And lastly, geese know the importance of encouragement. Geese fly in formation. They honk to encourage those up front to keep up with their speed. So maybe you're working, right, to become a, a goose, right? But maybe you're working to be an eagle. What are you transforming into? Are you a duck or an eagle? Great story by Harvey McKay. He was waiting in line for a ride at the airport when a cab pulled up. The first thing Harvey noticed was that the taxi was polished to a bright shine. Smartly dressed in a white shirt, black tie, and freshly pressed black slacks, the cab driver jumped out, rounded the car to open the, the back passenger door for Harvey. With doing that, he handed him a laminated card and said, I'm Wally, your driver. While I'm loading your bags in the trunk, I'd like you to read my mission statement. Taken aback, Harvey read the card. It said, Wally's mission statement. To get my customer to their destination the quickest, safest, cheapest way possible in a friendly environment. This blew Harvey away. Especially when he noticed that the inside of the cab matched the outside. It was spotlessly clean. As he slid behind the wheel, Wally said, Would you like a cup of coffee? I have a thermos of regular and one of decaf. Harvey half-jokingly said, No thanks, I prefer soft drinks. Wally smiled and said, No problem, sir. I have a cooler up front with regular and Diet Coke, water and orange juice. Which would you prefer? Stuttering, stammering, Harvey said uh, uh, with a smile on his face, I'll take a Diet Coke. Handing him his drink, Wally said, if you'd like something to read, I have the Wall Street Journal, Times, Sports Illustrated, USA Day. As they were pulling away, Wally handed my friend another laminated card. These are the stations I get and the kind of music they play. If you'd like to listen to the radio, just let me know which station you prefer. And if that weren't enough, Wally told Harvey that he had the air conditioning on and asked if the temperature was comfortable for him. Would he like to adjust it up or down? He then advised Harvey the best of his destination for that time of day. He also let him know that he'd be happy to chat with him and tell him about some of the sights or, if Harvey preferred, to leave him with his own thoughts. Harvey was absolutely amazed and asked the driver, Tell me, Wally, have you always served customers like this? Wally smiled in the rearview mirror. No, not always. In fact, it's only been the last two years. My first five years driving, I spent most of my time complaining. Like all the rest of the cabbies do, they get together and wait for a fare and then they just complain. Then I heard the personal growth guru talk on the radio one day. He had just written a book called You'll See It When You Believe It. It was Dr. Wayne Dyer. And he said that if you get up in the morning expecting to have a bad day, you'll rarely disappoint yourself. He said, stop complaining. Differentiate yourself from competition. Don't be a duck. Be an eagle. Ducks quack and complain. Eagles soar above the crowd. Then it hit me right between the eyes, said Wally. Mr. Dyer was really talking to me. He was talking about me. I was always complaining and quacking. So I decided I was going to change. I was going to transform my attitude. I was going to become an eagle, no longer being a duck. And I looked around at the other cabs and their drivers, and I self-examined. See, their cabs were dirty, the drivers were unfriendly, and the customers were unhappy. So I decided to make some changes to transform things. I put in a few at a time. When my customers responded well, I added more changes. I take it it's paid off for you, Harvey said. It sure has, Wally replied. My first year as an eagle, I doubled my income from the previous year. This year, I'll probably quadruple it. 
you were lucky to get me today. I don't sit at Capstans, Capstans anymore. No, sirree. My customers, I'm busy. My customers call me for appointments on my cell phone or leave a message on my answer machine. If I can't pick them up myself, I get a reliable cabbie friend to do it and to take a piece of the action. Wally was phenomenal. He was running a limo service out of a yellow cab. I probably told that story to more than 50 cab drivers over the years, and only two took the idea and ran with it. Whenever I go to their cities, I give them a call. The rest of the drivers quacked like ducks and told me all the reasons they couldn't do any of what I was suggesting. Wally, the cab driver, made a difference. He made a different choice. He chose to transform himself. He decided to stop quacking like duck and start roaring like eagle. And we all have that ability. But what we need is a process of change. That's what I provide at likeitmatters.net. I created a two-and-a-half-day experience that you don't have to figure anything out. Whatever I put in front of you, give it all you got. It is the chrysalis. It is the time of transformation. It is the time to ask yourself those important questions. Who am I? Why am I here? To consider where is your passion? What have you lost over the last 10, 20, 30 years? What have you forgotten over the last 10, 20, 30, 40 years? What is holding you back? And sometimes we're too emotionally involved that we can't do that on our own. We need an outside help. Go to likeitmatters.net. You don't have to wait. I'll put you on a payment plan. You can pay me 50 bucks a month. The time is now. What are you going to transform into? You came in this world one way, but you leave this world a totally different way. And today, I'm asking you the question, who are you working to become? Is that transformation going on? And if not, why not? Because if not now, then when? And not you, then who? I am Mr. Black reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.